hey, hey, what's up, everybody? This is CubeCast episode two. I'm accompanied by Vinny today. No, Brian, unfortunately, he's on vacation. Hope you're enjoying the Bahamas over there, Bri. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Bez Barami, and we're going to have a little fun with this one today, guys. We're going to be talking about how we're going to develop the Cube Wealth portfolio in our Market Watch game, the simulator that we have over 100 of you guys on. A lot of you guys are performing really well. Others, Someone's up 300%. Someone's up yeah, over 300 grand. So shout out to, I think, David that was, Brito. Uh, he's killing it. Others maybe not doing so well. I know we have one guy who's lost a couple hundred thousand already <laughs> on top of the hundred thousand we started with. <laughs> I, I think we're at both ends of the spectrum. One guy yeah. is, uh, is up 300 grand. The other guy is in the, in the red 300 grand. Exactly. But I will say this. Uh, with over 60%, I believe, uh, in positive range... Yeah, That's I think not half 50, bad. 58 out of the 106 are, are above 100K. So. so there you go. There you go. That's what I want to see. And I think what a lot of people get caught up with is they think it's all about the return. And yes, it is. It's part of the game. So we're all chasing that return. If there was a way, and we'll make these portfolios visible in the future because we don't see them either, guys, just so you know. It's not like because we started the game that we could see exactly what's happening. Uh, I yeah. want to see exactly the risks you guys are taking uh, after I make the we make the portfolios public. And yeah, let's see. Let's see what Bengay's up to. He's yeah, been, he's been talking a lot of Bengay's, trash. Yeah, Bengay's on the board, man. He's <laughs> he's starting all kinds of riots over there. So, um, he, not only is he starting riots, I'm telling you right now, he owns riot. That's for sure. I'm telling you, who he is. He's claiming that he doesn't own any Bitcoin related stocks, but uh, I bet he's a hundred percent Bitcoin. I, I think so too. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll definitely confirm that when the game's over, uh, at least coming close to end. Uh, but we haven't really done anything. Uh, yeah, in Q's portfolio, we have it like at 120 grand right now. Just we yeah, making quick moves here and there. D- yeah, uh, in and out of a couple things. Um, so we just yeah, we made very very little things. We saw like 70 something thousand in cash. Uh, we haven't really been able to get together and uh, come to an agreement on some things because there are some things that we're uh, on the other side of with each Absolutely. other. So yeah. We'll go through a few, a good amount of names today because right now we're going to do like a live session of us trying to see what we want to do with Cube's portfolio. So we're going to have to come to an agreement on some things. Uh, me and Vin are already in the game. Uh, we're, Vinny's at 12 right now and I'm over here at number four. Man. So it's, <laughs> hey, it's, it's three weeks in. I'm only on nine trades though. I that's am not, on, what am I at here? Nine trades. Come no, on. that's not bad, man. Yeah. Actually, I'm not going to lie. 47. 47 all right yeah i mean dude art with 293 man that's kind of that's a lot that's a lot so i can't wait to see what kind of strategies people are implementing because i'm actually not trying to day trade too much i think every week it's like new names in the top 10 six out of six uh, out of the 10 names were different this week you know it'd be really cool maybe we can maybe not for this game but future games we could invite uh the winner onto our podcast to talk about I, it i think that so. would be really that'd cool. be really fun i'd love right? for the winner to come on and um and share their strategy but the only thing with that is that if i'm already on this podcast so you know, <laughs> <laughs> so i mean we can have we can invite myself onto the podcast but <laughs> yes, man, we're both here so <laughs> so we're here with the number one number two watch cube you and i uh, brian will come back i don't know if brian even started yet uh i think he started 100 grand flat um yeah, but no, watch us just one, two, three, four it. <laughs> that would be great. I, I doubt it'll happen because there's some some people out there that have uh, more risk appetite than I do. Yeah, uh, I'm trying true. to model this as much as I can off of how I'd actually invest. But obviously, I'm doing a lot less research uh, when I'm buying these things. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's that's the thing I'm caught up in too. It's 
I don't believe the top five guys are really, and that includes myself. There's some risks I'm taking. I'll admit it that I probably wouldn't take in my actual portfolio. A lot of my portfolio, I'd say more, a majority is actually like moves I'd make or yeah. moves I already have made. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's but, that. That's that. And, and here's the other thing: like in reality, you can't short everything, but in the game, you almost can. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you, you won't find someone on the other side of the short to actually. Sometimes they're not it. available. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Sometimes you want a short elephant at a hundred something bucks, right? <laughs> and then you're broke. You're racking the. Hey, listen, the I'm not going to lie to you. In my own personal portfolio, I went on my on my SkyTrade account to yeah. do that, and they and told me straight up, no shares available at the short, <laughs> and I'm kind of pissed because it's right in the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. Could have made, it was easy money. You made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like after the sixth haul, I'm like, all right, that's enough of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, this thing's coming down. <laughs> but hey, man, whoever bought it at uh, five bucks still made out like a bandit. I know. Uh, I know because <laughs> people don't know that it actually it ran a day or two later. It wasn't after. the same day of the IPO. That's something that needs to be said. It was when the CEO sold his own company to his public company uh, two days later <laughs> that it went to the roof. Okay. So there actually was a legitimate amount of time. To pick up, to Elfin pick up on that, on, yeah. on cheap. cheap. So, um, so let's let's run right into it. Um, we're gonna just name off some stocks, right? Uh, yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna see how we feel about them. So, Bez, I'll hit you with one. I know we've talked about it in the past. We've covered it in some cube letters. Yes. You said sell in the past. Yeah. It, yeah. It's bounced back, right? Yeah. Um, it, I, I'm mad I didn't get it too, and on the very bottom. But I think I'm buying the dip here, not for long. I'm buying the dip here. I want to, it's at around 14. It, I did not catch it in the 11, 12 range. I thought it might break 10. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, who knows what happens, right? But uh, it held up decently well. Right now, it's got some momentum over the last week or, to, week or so. I would do it for a quick trade. Not something I do in real life, but something for this game. Yeah, I think we You do. get behind it? I get behind it for this game. Okay. Um, do we do it for the Q portfolio, though? <sighs> what okay, do you think? If, we're, if we're in and out... I don't mind giving you a shot. Yeah. Not- <laughs> Let me in, coach. Let me. <laughs> I, uh, I think, yeah. And you guys might hear some papers flying around. We have so much research in front of us. We have Vin's laptop. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so uh, this one might not be as clean as others, but just bear with us, guys. We have so many names on our on our list, and we might not cover all of them, but uh, we have notes. Yeah, so, I, I mean, Under Armour, I'm with you for, for a, a short trade. Uh, long term, set a tight stop loss for sure. Exactly. I, I think yeah. it can. It, but how, yeah. how how much do you let it run? Where, where do you where do you where do you put your stop at? Like when once it goes back to that eleven twelve range? Yeah, cut I'm cutting it because then it's probably going to chill there for a while, okay. and I'm not trying to get involved with that. Even Nike's having tr- a little bit of trouble in this space, and I don't know uh, where this industry lies six twelve months from now. So I'm not holding it for long. I, I even though I love Kevin Plank, Kevin Plank the CEO. Mm-hmm. Solid guy. I read a little story in a book about his upcoming and how he got started. Yeah. It's it's a really cool story, man. Did they get a new CFO recently? They did. Okay, that they yeah. did. Yeah. That's a new CFO. The CEO Kevin Plank is who I'm talking about, and uh, he he's a great guy. He's, he knows what he's talking about. They have some pretty cool technology they're working on, but not sure I'm going to step in long term on this one. So sports. Talking about sports, we're going to transition to Lululemon. Yeah. $88 leggings. What's the stock <laughs> at now? Probably almost similar. <laughs> $79 go, right stock. There's a little discount. <laughs> hey. Which one do you buy? Yeah, Lulu's cool right now. I, li- I think Lulu is at that leisure space. Oh, I like yeah. it. It's I like it. I, even personally, I, I like it. Absolutely. Yeah, you no, know? everyone's wearing... Adidas joggers, Adidas back Adidas in style. Yeah, oh my absolutely. God. Talk about a comeback. Is Fila next? 
<laughs> I hope so. All my dad's clothes from the yeah. 80s will finally my be worth something. My dad's slippers. <laughs> you know those blue ones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, no, Lulu's cool. Broke a new 52-week high. Great earnings. Solid management. Potential bio, maybe? $9 billion True. market cap. Pretty yeah, cheap. Yeah, $9, $10 billion. For a like Nike at $100 billion market cap? Nike, Adidas. They can all come in and buy this thing. Yeah, um, and they'd have to buy it at a significant premium. It's growing well. It's probably going to keep growing for the foreseeable future. Was it? It's at its all time highs, right? Yeah, it is. It all-time is. All time so highs. I think this one. Got I'll, a lot of momentum. I think I add this one to the portfolio in my own, like my own portfolio in the game. Plus, I think the companies. I think Cube can grab this. I yeah. think. I think we can go along this. What do you think? So I'd agree with you. I'm behind the athleisure space. Uh, I'm behind the company as a whole. Uh, I think the fact that they are very new just says that there's more room to grow. Yeah. Uh, and because they're so new, we're going to see a lot of innovation in their product space where they're really going to be the market leader uh, in terms of product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and everyone's going to be playing catch up. And you know how it goes after a salt earnings beat, like the one they had. Uh, oh, it, the, 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 the Wall Street firms jump in, put their buy ratings up, yep. and, and you know they extend their price targets, and then it, it, the rally just continues. And, they just keep and everyone loves the winners. Everybody loves the winners, and I'm not going to fight the trend on that one. I just can't do it. All right, uh, another one. Let's let's switch gears away from from sports. Let's talk traditional um, traditional retailers. Mm. So now, interesting, let's right there. Talk about Target. I like Target. I do. I think Target's got some room to run. Uh, recently pulled back a little bit, but I think you can add on this dip. What, yeah. do, you th- what do you think? So I they compared to where they were at uh, in 2016. They're coming right back up, and I think they're at a much better position now than where they came down from. Yeah. So if you're talking about room to grow, I think for sure. I think they have they have they have the recipe right where they have the in store appeal. Plus, on top of that, they have their e-commerce space. Mm-hmm. So it's that perfect hybrid of you know how Amazon shoppers, where they're looking at, uh, they know what they want to buy, but they want to see it in in store and then buy it online. Yep. But here's here's <clears throat> the. So here's the thing about Target is that their pricing is very competitive relative to Amazon. So I think they they have their own ecosystem right there. Plus, on top of that, they've opened a new flagship store in New York City, very close by to me. Love going there uh, yeah. as a consumer. So For sure, I, no. Yeah. Target is Target, man. Tar- <laughs> it's classy. <laughs> <laughs> but now the other side, Walmart. You know, I don't think it's one of those like spots where it's like, oh, need one, not the other. You know, it's not like you just pick one only. I think you can own both of these. Uh, Walmart had also another solid quarter. I think that uh, their jet acquisition is, is proving three, yeah. yeah their three billion dollar buyout of jet i think was definitely compared to what the e-commerce space is like now yeah i think they they did very well with i think they deal. scooped up and i think it's paying dividends for them absolutely and no i would i would add both these names uh now i'm not sure if we're gonna going to but I, I think these are names that we could definitely uh agree on that are worthy of of putting in our portfolio for the game absolutely now here's the other thing Walmart's a little bit more expensive than Target. You think that's justified, not justified? I think it's justified. I, I think so. I think, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Walmart has a higher paying dividend too. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have a better dividend yield. Uh, they're, they're super shareholder friendly from what, uh, what I know. And um, I think that's, that's a lot of the reason they get that little added bump. Uh, I'm, I'm also pretty sure their e-com space is growing faster than Target's is. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I, 
I agree. They're definitely much more mature of a retailer. Uh, they have. They're also in a little bit different of a space because they have more storefronts than Target. I don't mm-hmm. know the exact numbers offhand, but um, I, I do believe that's the case. Yeah. Um, so I I agree that Walmart deserves a premium just because they've been around longer and I think they have a much more diverse, They're more proven. Yeah, 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 exactly. I agree, I agree. So um, And they have the famous, uh, you know, Walt. Is it the Walton family or the? Is it? Yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah. I, I don't Sam know. Sam Walton, I think, is the original founder. It's, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, yeah. yeah no. So I think those are good names there. Yeah, no, you could definitely see. The only thing about this game that makes it so interesting is that it's only one year long. I would have made it like five years long, but the thing is, like, <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna stick around for five? Yeah, let alone an entire hey, year. Listen, yeah, right. <laughs> A year itself is long enough, uh, and, and so it puts me at this weird crossroad where it's like, I like to invest for longer than a year. So I'm also kind of like forcing myself to make some moves that I am not naturally comfortable making. Okay. But I agree with you. it's okay. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it makes it even that much more fun. I'm kind of stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit doing these. So, yeah. Yeah. And if you take that experience back to real life, maybe you can make some uh, interesting moves. Yeah. No, right? for real. No, you're right. You're um, right. Cool. Um, so well, yeah, let's keep going down this retailer list. I, I know we have one more at least. Yeah. So I got another <laughs> one for you. <laughs> you know how I feel about this one. Yep. Best Buy. No go. No go? For me, no go. Uh, no it, go. It's, it's at all-time highs. Why not? Is. That's what it is. It's okay. the all-time highs aspect. I mean, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this thing's three times higher where it was uh, just three years ago and almost five times higher than where it was in 2012. Oh, yeah. And listen, the, I guess you could say it's justified, the run-up, but now it's at all-time highs. Is it is Best Buy really in the best spot it's been in its entirety, its whole lifetime? You know, you're... You're probably right in the sense that they have a similar story to Target and Walmart where they have that ecosystem of the in-store and online. Uh, they've definitely made great ground in their e-commerce sales. We've covered it in our past cute yep, letters. Yep. So we do have that experience. Listen, I have some inherent bias here. I go to Best Buy and I treat it as a showcase for Amazon. I go there for the electronics. I feel them. I see what they're looking like. Okay, okay. These headphones sound pretty nice on my head. Okay. And then I go buy them on Amazon. These headphones are on my head right now, Vin. <laughs> I went and tried them on at Best Buy and bought them on Amazon. But here's the thing. I think they're way more competitive price-wise than they were in the past. This because, is true. Because the, the retail space has changed quite a bit, right? I mm-hmm. can't buy Bose headphones at discounts on Amazon anymore. Okay. Right? They're, yeah. they're set by the manufacturer. There's no more like cost-cutting here and there. Um, and I think they're, they're mature enough. Uh, the e-commerce space is mature enough for uh, that, these retailers to realize what's happening around yeah and, and to best buy's credit their inventory management has gotten a lot better yeah so uh, I, I know that's one reason why they've seen a huge uptick in their stock price another reason would probably be because their cost cutting implementation has been pretty solid it's the top line growth i'm worried about and uh i'm not gonna own it here uh i'm probably gonna go ahead and go short best buy to be you honest go short i think i'm gonna go short it? yeah i think i'm gonna go ahead and go short the company uh, on my own uh in the in the game Okay. Um, we'll have to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll about, I don't think that's a move we're going to make collectively for the, okay. for the for Cube's portfolio. For your own. But for my own, probably going to go short there. Uh, but yeah. I wouldn't touch it. Okay, yeah, yeah that's fine. It, it could keep going up. Yeah, yeah, it could no, easily it, keep going up. It could easily like, keep going up. Like we just said with Lulu, don't fight the trend too much. But it's not justified. Uh, they're not an innovator in the space. Their product line is fairly confined. Granted, it's a very popular product space. Yeah. Uh, but 
I, I personally wouldn't touch it in my own portfolio. Okay. I just I'm, might go I'm, short in mine. <laughs> I'm interested that you would short it. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder when you would cover and if you could. Yeah, this in, is true. In the green. This is true. Um, all right. Uh, so let's shift gears a little bit here. We talked a lot about these retailers. Uh but let's shift in more into the e-commerce space. Okay. Right? There's there's a lot of different companies in here between payments uh, and actual retailers. So let's start off with an international well-known name, Jack Ma's Alibaba. What do you think? Love it. Love I, it? I, I like Baba a lot. Yeah. I, I own it. Uh, I own it both, actually. My own personal portfolio and I own it in uh, the game. So I would highly suggest that Cube together owns it in this game. Uh, what do you think? I, I think they're growing at an awesome pace. I think Jack Ma is heading in the right directions. They're getting into the cloud. They're getting into a, a lot of awesome spots. Again, I, I, I agree with you there. They're in a unique space, um, at least with the Alibaba product of connecting uh, retailers to manufacturers. Mm-hmm. I think that's very different, but at the same time, they're building a very Amazon-like ecosystem around yeah. it. Yeah, and they're, they're also making amazing investments. They just invested in India, which I think is one of the best emerging markets. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they tend to be ahead of the curve a lot. And if you can if you can make it in China with all their red tape, hell, you can make it anywhere. And if you look at these e-com shops constantly buying from AliExpress and all this stuff and trying to make on yeah. the arbitrage between selling it to you for 20 bucks and buying it on the back end for nine, like 99 cents. Yeah. It's it's all just they're all in the right places and that's true that's true I mean uh, maybe that trend will change but the the core product and and the service that they can provide mm-hmm. is enormous yeah and the platform that they have yeah so I think this is a a good candidate for yeah. going in in both uh, portfolios for sure okay payments what let's, about payments what do you think let's talk two of them okay. Square and PayPal let's let's talk about them together I think they're both going different directions. Yeah, I think they might be. I mean, uh, I would love to know the correlation between the between both of them, and mm-hmm. we'll definitely maybe lo- look that up in a little bit. Uh, actually, if you want to pull it up real quick, see what um what these two companies are looking like right now. Uh, okay, Square is Square's up nice right now. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, Square has been killing it. You're to date 157 percent. Yeah. Um, we're talking. It's a, owned by Jack Dorsey, and I have this personal vendetta with Jack Dorsey about yeah, <laughs> Twitter. I never owned Twitter. I never did, uh, and thankfully I haven't. It just. Uh, I you don't may know, not. Man. You, you would probably be thankful now if you were able to ride the wave. Oh, Twitter's of up a lot. Recently. Off the bottom, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're at twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, think that's they not were bad. Riding around seventeen for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, that's that's great. There's nothing against Jack Dorsey himself. He's dude for somebody. I don't know if you know the story, but he would he set up Square. I've been I read from d- down the street from Twitter, and he would spend <laughs> nine hours at uh, in the morning at Twitter, then walk down the street and spend the next nine at Square, and that was his day every single day, man. It's, the guy is a hard worker. And it's that reason that kind of concerns me a little bit um, about... Why does that dedication bother you? Oh, uh, because I he's only human, okay? And I would like to see him commit fully to one company because they both are going to require all of his attention. And he's splitting his time right now between the two. Uh, he's pulling it off in one end, you know, with Square being up so much, maybe not pulling it off so much with Twitter. Uh, he can always turn it around for, for Twitter, obviously. I think it's going to be a pretty large uphill battle, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Square itself, I think I'm. We missed the run. I'll, I'll be honest. I, yeah. Yeah. I, are you, uh, so now here's the question: Are you short, or are you are you not touching it? I almost want to go short. It is expensive on a fundamental basis, but I. 
I'm probably not gonna be able to pull the trigger. I'm probably just gonna stay clear. You're gonna stay clear. I'm probably just gonna stay clear. It, it's it's really gotten such a nice run. I mean, look at that chart. It's honestly like a perfect chart. It, it's, <laughs> it's exactly what you want to see, right? <laughs> it's ideal, investing. you know. Can we get a comparison between PayPal's like year to date? They look identical. Oh. They look identical. But PayPal is half the gain almost. It's it's up eighty eight percent year to date. Yep, which is still. It's huge. also been playing a lot longer though, man. It's oh, been in the absolutely. Space, you know? um, it's it's got a lot more years behind it, and mm-hmm. but the at the same time, it's got a lot more trust behind it. True. Uh, they made that Venmo acquisition. Um, Age, what feels like forever ago now, yeah. right? It feels yeah. like they've owned that for such a long time. But at the same time, if you're talking long term, if you're talking beyond the one year horizon, PayPal's in my portfolio. Yeah, almost a hundred, like not a hundred percent of my portfolio. No, 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 but hundred percent. It's hundred percent a part of my portfolio. Yes, I understand. Um, just because uh, the e-commerce space continues to grow, it's less talked about now with all the Bitcoin craze. Mm-hmm. But think pre-Bitcoin craze. Everyone's just talking about e-commerce, 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 e-commerce. I know. Um, and we had a lot of friends in the space. Yeah, uh, we have our own right. stores and some other companies too. And uh, yeah. look at how the percentage of PayPal transactions versus you know anything Incredible. else. Incredible. Once you put PayPal on your on your once website, they did that, you saw the jump huge, in revenue. So huge. Um, so I, I'd say that they still maintain their uh, benchmark status per se. Their trajectory the continues, states. and I'd say their trajectory continues. Will so, we will we see another eighty percent year to date? I don't think so. Yeah, but I don't doubt we'll see another. I don't. I don't want to give this recommendation, but I'll say I. I can see another twenty percent next year. Interesting. See, yeah. See, I don't think you could. Do you see any kind of divergence between PayPal and Square? Like, do you, can you see Square going the opposite direction while PayPal continues, or are they kind of tied at the hip? I don't think they're tied at the hip just because their product is very different, mm-hmm. um, and. They're competing a lot in the same space. Do you think that PayPal would move into like uh, the point of sales, like uh, like pieces? Isn't that what they're doing with Ven- Venmo? I thought because like, like they're trying to do transactions so they have, for business. If I'm not mistaken, okay, yeah. That's so inform me a little bit. So when because I know Square, I've been to Halal stands in you know Times Square, and yeah. they're swiping my card with with a Square chip. Oh yeah, and even even uh, they have the point of sale. Uh, iPad readers, so there's like an urban space. Yeah, uh, and now throughout. is P- PayPal is trying to go more in that direction now. Like, what do you what do so you I'm, see? I'm I'm not entirely sure if they are doing it yet or not. Uh, we're doing this totally off the cuff. We just wrote no some names for down. sure for sure. Um, no, no, I, this but, is just like I want I, I want the I people know. to hear this just like live. I, yeah, obviously we're gonna go do our, some more homework, but this is just throwing some names around. Yeah, and seeing what we think about things. So PayPal is so with with Venmo, they're trying to enable like a a business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I had my own visions for how it would be implemented, which yeah. is basically everyone has their own like Venmo QR code that generates. Uh, on the consumer side, you scan it and you send the payment. Yeah, yeah, right? and, and I know a lot of our our following is big on Square. We got we we get a lot of questions in our DMs about Square and yeah, so true. and that's something that we just released today that we're going to be covering companies under our Cube Edge reports uh, starting twenty eighteen, and Square will be one we do some serious in depth coverage on. Because it is it is a pretty hot name right now, yeah. and uh, we'll add PayPal to that list too. Because I think they both need to be mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they compete in the same space, so it only makes sense that exactly. we cover both of them. It would be smart to make sure we always cover one competitor. True, true. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. So let's move forward a little bit. Okay, uh, so let's talk about the biggest name in e-commerce, big name in technology. Let's talk Amazon. Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world. God damn. 
the thousand dollars share price. It broke it, yeah. no, no problem. And it kept running. It's, right? This is really a question of whether it's going to hit one trillion dollars faster than Apple. Yeah. Which one hits first? Uh, that would be a pretty fun question. We should actually make a post about that. That would be. Pretty be I would like to see what people think. A little poll. What do you think? Amazon hits first. Amazon. Hits I think first. Amazon comes from behind, pulls a little sea biscuit, and wins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I agree with you there. Amazon gets it first, but as Apple transitions to services, runs past it in terms it, of market. It cap. depends. See, what, when will or will they investors start to price Apple as a technology company versus a hardware company? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. So, well, the thing is, they're not fully a service or a technology services company yet. Yeah. But they're making all the right moves. Agreed. Um, we can talk about that later. Let's... Yeah, let's stay on the path right stay now. Stay on Amazon. I know, we have, I, like, I know we have... No, Amazon, I think, is a buy. I yeah. think they're going to continue to do the right thing. Is their cloud is growing tremendously. Uh, they're number two in the cloud space right now behind Microsoft, which is their, huge. their product is incredible. Um, somewhat coming from someone uh, with a technology background, I've used their services quite a bit. It's so easy, so effortless to spin something up, um, and so many companies are running on AWS. Mm-hmm. If you know AWS, uh, even large like Fortune 500 companies are training their staff to learn the AWS framework. Can you just break down what AWS is for people? Uh, like- Amazon Web Services. Okay. So basically, what it is is uh, you know previously large companies had their own servers uh, that ran their websites. Now I can spin up an instance sitting in my bedroom. Uh, on a server that sits somewhere, I can regionally optimize. Is it close to me? Is it going to be in Europe? Is it going to be wherever? Uh, and I can now dynamically increase the size, decrease the size, add storage, remove storage. Well, removing storage is a little bit harder. Um, but yeah, basically, it, you pay for what you use. You okay. can create dedicated space and all that sort of stuff. I can I can talk. Yeah, about this no, stuff for I know a long you time. could you, you could have a segment on just Amazon's technology for thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just sit back and just get my notebook out. <laughs> Honestly, so okay, no, no, I think yeah, I think Amazon is most likely going to be in the Q portfolio for this game, especially. I think there could be I another. So. It could easily be another big year for them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I think they're the way things are evolving in the technology space in the retail space. Yeah. So, like, let's add on that on that. This technology Just space. Real, real quick. Uh, I want to go back to it. Go ahead. This is my own personal thing. I went to an Amazon Books. The uh, I think it was like a few weeks ago, and I couldn't stop raving at how awesome the retail experience was. Really? I don't know what it was about it. There was nothing in particular that was like, wow. It just felt really nice. Really? I mean, it was like it felt like a little bit like a Barnes and Noble, but they had their Echo products in there. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what it was. I just love that. It was my favorite retail experience. Damn. Okay. Hey, uh, that, hey that's something to note. Yeah. You know, for sure. Um, so, but going on to so we talk about technology that Amazon has. Let's actually just go full on technology sector here. Uh, we have a good amount of names here, but I actually want to hit you with one that just hit me right now. That's not on the list. Okay. So I'm gonna catch a little off guard here, Uh-oh. even though we've kind of been doing all this like free form. Uh oh. IBM. IBM. All right. So you know where I stand <laughs> with IBM. Uh, they took a beating. Uh, they weren't very well regarded in the technology space. Uh, they kind of swung and missed with their uh, Watson product, which is essentially their like AI business intelligence product. Um, but I think they made all of the right moves to sort of modernize that that platform and the Watson platform as well as their technology platform as a whole. Uh, they created 
a couple of new mainframes. People think mainframes are this archaic technology, but they still power a lot of very large enterprises. Mm-hmm. Um, with a bunch of new advantages. It's been a while since I looked at it. it caught me off guard. Uh, Sorry, so I, had to, I had to. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do think they made a lot of the right moves. Uh, I don't know where they're at right now. Let me look them up. Yeah, pull them up. I think uh, from what I know, too, they've always had like an attractive uh, dividend yield. Um, management's not bad uh, at all. What worries me is that I'm pretty sure Buffett actually did sell some. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. I mean, that's now, why you see this dip over here. <laughs> now, now I, this is not to say that, uh, oh, we fought, like, Buffett knows all. That's not true at all. Uh, I do find it kind of odd that he did so because he's always been riding Big Blue for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're trading fairly cheap. No, Again, they are. They're, they're trading they're like a hardware tr- company. The only problem is what they have had 20-something consecutive quarters of revenue declines. Mm-hmm. That bothers a lot of investors. Uh, look at that. They have a, oh, a nearly 4% dividend yield, which is very competitive. And Oh, but they're year-to-date. They're down like 8%. But I, yep. I think those those core uh, upgrades that I mentioned were priced in, and that's when you saw this run uh, earlier this year. Uh, and they definitely took a beating. Why, I'm not 100% sure. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, no, we'll look into it. Uh, um, this is, but but uh, yeah. what I, I will say, as as I wouldn't be too concerned about their product, I would go back and I'd probably look at why they took a beating and if there is a probability that they're going to come back from that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do think that they made some right moves in the cloud space. They're number five in the cloud space now with yep. some pretty good growth too. So yeah. that could be so something that drives be, a lot of growth for them going and, forward. And the thing is, cloud is, is services. Like yeah. that's huge. Multi, like this PE ratio of, of twelve is is maybe a little cheap. A little cheap. Something will. But then again, uh, we'll you have it. to you have to see what their their uh, diversification is. Like what the their other breakdown segments. is. Yeah. What the revenue is from cloud compared to uh, mainframe. But we could see some sort of shift. Uh, we could see it go back up. But don't know offhand. But something I, to keep an eye on. I do like it. That, that I will say. Okay, cool, cool. With a little more research, I might convince you to buy some. <laughs> <laughs> How about AMD? AMD, okay. So we talked about this before, and you, you were asking me about NVIDIA, AMD or NVIDIA. I said AMD. You said why. I said I like to buy things when they're cheap. BTFD, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think they're in the right space. There was some news recently that came out. I can't remember it offhand, um, but you know they were they dropped under ten bucks a share. They're riding the crypto wave just because That's they have true. the hardware, uh, and they're still pretty low. Why they haven't caught on yet? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I mean, remember um, when? Um, first off, two things. Uh, I remember we posted news about. According to Robinhood, AMD. Is the largest, it's the most highly held stock in Robinhood portfolios <laughs> amongst millennials. That is crazy. No, it's nuts. But here's the thing though I was talking to someone and they said that they really like stocks under 10 bucks. Mm. And I, I never, to, I'll never understand this. No, because you're going to make 20% on 100 bucks. It doesn't matter own, what the price of the company yeah, is. Whether it's you like own when, one share or 10 shares. It's like when newbies ask me about a split and say, like, oh, should I buy another split? No, no. First off, it shouldn't make a difference. The company is valued the same exact way. Yeah. Whether it's $100 a share or they split 10 times to go to $10 a share, it's the same exact company. I, I think that factors into it. Right, like it has to. Um, yeah, uh, it's like, yeah, I don't want to spend two hundred dollars in video, but I can get 10, 20 shares. Of and AMD. then you, and then psychologically, you think you own so much more when it, it's all about the amount of money you put in. Yeah, the amount of shares doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah, it's 
So maybe maybe people go ahead and say, yeah, I want more AMD. You know, it's floating in the low tens right now. I remember when we made a post about it. Uh, people like buy this dip, buy this dip. I've never seen so many people comment BTFD because <laughs> you know, we talk about companies that have fell, yeah, and fallen. And the but, one, yeah, the one by AMD was like everyone's like, yo, we gotta scoop it, gotta scoop it. Hey, I mean, it's it's in the right space. I right? think this one it's, could, yeah, it's, it's positioned for that that uptrend, yeah. um, and it's got the interest there. I, I think if if you do see good news come out, this will run, yeah, and it'll run hard just because there's so many people on the sidelines watching it. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and it's a matter of when does that news come out? Yeah. And if you, if you, you know, this game's going to be a year long now, uh, maybe another 11 months. We're about three and a half weeks in. I think we could, I think we could maybe add this. This could definitely be something we add. Uh, I mean, that's something I have uh, myself. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll admit to it. And it's one of those things. Uh, we talked about it in, in CubeCast episode one. Buy it. Just so this way you have a reason to watch it, and, <laughs> hey, hey. and that's okay. yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fine. why I own it. And I'll, Teach his own. It's I'll okay. Be... We might add this one. Hell, I might take a uh, you know a little piece out of your book and put it in mine too. I'll take a page out. How about Microsoft, man? I know you like Microsoft. Cloud, it's probably the one name it. on this whole list we have that that's you're probably the... gonna love the most. <laughs> that's <laughs> a one name I've been lazy about buying, and I when it was forty five, I was like, they're gonna be huge in the cloud space. They came out with the Azure product, which is basically their version of AWS. Um, lots of large enterprises run on Microsoft-based servers, platforms, and all of that, so they have room to grow. Yeah, I mean, platform. they were king of cloud for 2017. Mm-hmm. They they were the biggest, largest percent market share, and I think they were tied for largest growth as well. So and that's pretty interesting. So <laughs> people are gonna people rag rag on me about this often. I've been a fan of Microsoft since the Zune. I love the Zune. <laughs> the Zune was cool. I remember the Zune. Were we in like high school at that uh, time? Yeah, Maybe we even middle school. school. Yeah. No, we were uh, in high school. Yeah. Um, and so I thought Zoom that was so cool. Out. They had those cool little like graphics. I thought yeah. it was so cool. <laughs> purely for listening, I, not to tangent too much, but purely for the music experience minus the other apps, Zune had the best music experience. Even when the iPod Touch came out, the Zune HD came out. I bought the Zune HD. It had an OLED screen. Now, like, we're Damn. finally getting TVs with OLEDs, wow. right? So I didn't know it was, that. I didn't it know. was way ahead of the curve. Um, so why do you think it didn't make it? What so, was it? Was it mar- purely marketing? No, I think it was marketing because Apple was just cooler. It was, like, the more premium product. Yeah. Uh, even though the Zune was more premium uh, yeah. in feel. It's all about how it comes off, though. How you it know? comes off. Yeah, and then the other thing was the App Store. They couldn't keep up with the App Store. Uh, they... If they had the App Store, maybe you'd see a little bit different trend. But I think they were already ahead of the game. They had the history of the iPod behind it. Uh, then they launched the App Store, and then it just took off. Took off because like Microsoft was never cool. That was the computer that everyone had. Everyone loved Apple products. Go figure. Right, and um, the rest is history. <laughs> All right, um, let's. So obviously, Microsoft's a big name uh, for you. I think I would agree with you too. I think there there's something you you know you can own in this game for sure. Um, let's move forward here. Kind of tech, kind of social media, Snapchat. You know how much I hate this goddamn stock. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I, I hate. This I know company. you hate it. Um, not even from a user standpoint, I don't like it. I, yeah, I, I don't it, even use Snapchat. I got like three friends on there. Okay, so and they I snap Snapchat. me the dumbest shit ever, <laughs> and I hate it. Is one of them me? Is the yeah, other one, one of them. Bry? One of them you. <laughs> when you don't shave for like a week and a half. <laughs> It's just That's the, the only time I the use other it, friends send me snaps of their dogs or when they go out drinking and there's puke on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like that's like the, the snaps. So it, it's interesting right, not to go too much into the products. Like people use Snapchat for like the stuff that like 
they don't want they don't really want other people to see only like, their, their core fr- group. Yeah, their friendly side, I guess. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, and then Instagram is like, oh, let me Instagram these palm trees. Yeah, or and this, then we'll this store beautiful it. meal I'm about to eat. Yeah. Meanwhile, Snapchat's like a bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> but then if you go out to a fancy restaurant, it goes on Instagram. Yeah, you or know? like the I'm super hungover and I don't want to live. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, right, but speaking to the actual stock itself, I still think it's kind of expensive. I didn't like it straight out the gate from the IPO. And I think when you look at their advertising, I have never been so fast to swipe down and away from an advertisement. Like Snapchat makes it so easy to, to swipe away from an advertisement. No, that you, is true. I'm not going to look at it for more than a second. Whereas See, Instagram, I, I don't even list. I don't even watch a Snapchat story for like more than a second. Yeah, like, it's like if I'll watch the first like half second, and if I don't like it, I'll just click next. It's just too so quick. So that's my. That's my and I think companies are going to realize that their ROI on Snapchat is not nearly as high as it's going to be on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram, I actually stop and like look at ads on Instagram. Yeah, but then again, like we talk about this all the time, like we aren't the entire market. Like no, I have, that's true. I have some weird tendencies where, like you know, I'll always pass certain ads and I'll stop yeah, at like okay. weird ones. I hear you, Vin. Yeah. I hear you. But yeah. when the large mar- uh, percent of your market. Is like fifteen year old like they don't have any money. They don't have any money. You can't monetize them anyway if but you now wanted to. It, but is it a long term play? No. Are they gonna have money when they're twenty four? Maybe. Do you think these I, snap it, glasses become something? Do you think they still use it at twenty four? No. I mean the snap glasses maybe not, but I'm saying that if the platform is still rich at that point. I do think the news on there is very interesting. Uh, yeah. Very displayed very interestingly. I do like consuming news content, even like Wall Street Journal on Snapchat. I find the way that they format it, it's 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 really interesting. I, I guess I I can. I can see that being something but if I mean, you look at instagram really stupid, if you look at instagram stories now they have over 100 percent growth in people who use instagram stories now and even myself i use instagram stories now for snapchat stories more people see it people that don't even follow me could see it it's perfect for cube yeah i mean it i mean businesses have moved off of snapchat there's one uh i'm huge into watches uh there's one watch content creator company that I've been following. They used to be huge on Snapchat. I used to Snapchat them. Uh, and then they just totally abandoned that platform. Yeah. Because as a business, it's not discoverable. Right? No, it's not. You um, can't, you can't like search a company, follow the company. Like you could, but there's no interaction like, like where you can engage with other people at the same yeah. time. It doesn't provide you that profile you know, and true, true. a yeah. form of contact. I, I yeah. Just, so as a business, it's not great advertising. I, that's just my personal thing on Snapchat. Maybe you can, I mean, you want to speculate on it. I'm not in this game to do that. I don't even think there's that much upside. I think the the chances of it going down are, are much higher than it going up. And I, I mean, that's really I, it. They lose more money all right, than they've so ever here's lost. The thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it this year. Okay. I would just watch it because it it, it definitely is an interesting platform. Okay. Um, it I, is. I, it's I would, different. I would look at it. I'd watch it. And I'd wait till it starts making the right moves and then buy in, right? Like, right. I don't think it's totally down in the dust. Yeah, this is not going to get my approval to join the Q portfolio. Yeah. So, I, I mean, unless Brian votes yes and you vote yes and it's a majority decision, I'm going to be even a hard then, no even, on this. Even then, I know you wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> I'm just going to put my stamp of no on this. Uh, but okay, transitioning from now, <laughs> a huge transition to Snapchat for, uh, to Apple now. Apple. Okay, so we talked. So we about- talked about Apple. I just want to just because we did we, we covered it while we were talking about Amazon and we talked about the one trillion dollar mark. Great. Uh, just a little bit on Apple before we keep moving forward. What do we think in there? Um. So I I touched on this in the past. Um. 
in this podcast itself, and that was the fact that Apple is making a lot of moves to transition into the services space. Uh, they're going, they're gunning for original content, outbidding Netflix, outbidding CBS. Um, they're trying to gun for Spotify. I think as you see them develop a more solid subscription-based service uh, across the board, they could become a market leader. And then in which case, the PE ratio that they're trading at is super cheap. Very solid brand. Like, obviously, like Apple yeah. is, is the brand. Solid products, too. I, yeah. You know, now we're just so caught up in everything Apple. It's going to be hard to... Oh, the, I, the, I have the MacBook. The cost of transitioning now, way too high. We're in too deep. Yeah. I will say this. It was kind of messed up with that whole admitting to slowing down phones for quote-unquote battery exhaustion purposes. So, so Get you, lost with this crap. <laughs> I mean, we all knew that they're slowing our phones down. And, and I remember asking you, like, oh, Bez, you haven't upgraded to the new iOS. So... For the people listening, Bez still has an iPhone 6, which somehow now is archaic. Yeah, uh, also, that came quick. <laughs> um, and like, I would look always look at it. He's like, you, like these apps look old. Like Everything's old update. on it. Yeah. I don't update it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I don't update it because my phone's not going to work. And I was like, man, you're crazy. Yeah. And sure enough. Yeah, yeah. Sure enough. First person I texted after that happened was you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, no, no, no. I am not giving into this. I'm not playing this game. Because believe it or not, dude, it's the headphone jack. Yeah. I want my goddamn headphone jack. <laughs> I don't want an adapter and all that. It's like Bluetooth headphones, man. Yeah, the future. I know. I know. Uh, I just bought my first pair. I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. But yeah, let's go back to Apple. Speaking of Bluetooth it's headphones. A buy. Yeah, it's a buy. It's Beats. A... Yeah, Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, there we go. There so you go. Full circle. There you have um, it. See, it's <laughs> funny, actually. I, I always thought in the past that Apple's acquisition of GoPro would... I mean, Apple's acquisition of Beats would down the road become an acquisition of gopro i thought it was going to happen hasn't happened I probably think for the best probably yeah yeah that's probably a good bet because i if people don't know i posted on that that instagram we made instagram post we made about uh your best investment versus your worst investment and my worst investment was gopro yeah and uh, you're raving about that like i, I, I liked it ago, i thought right? that drone was going to be huge but they it got delayed so many times the gopro Four at the time, or the five that was coming out, the Hero Four or Five, dude, everything got delayed. Freaking CEO went and got himself like a billion dollar yacht or something made <laughs> when his stock has plummeted eighty percent, led to more crap, and it was just bad. I really thought that Apple would scoop up GoPro. Never a reason to buy a stock. I just thought they'd make a turnaround because I was watching at 100, said no at 90, 80, 70, 60, 50, 40, 30, bought at 20, sold at 16. Yeah. And it still wound up going down to 10, yeah. and now it's down to 8. Yeah. That is crazy. Unreal. That's Unreal. crazy. Because yeah. even when you wait 80 bucks, 80% for it to fall and say, this is the bottom I'm going to buy, yeah. I BTFD'd and got, <laughs> I got still pitched. Got, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like Statistically, you will you have a better chance of buying at all-time highs than all-time lows. You just um, want to be right going the other way sometimes. And yeah. if, if you do call it, hell, man, it pays. Oh, yeah. It pays. 100%. You know? 100%. But like... You have to you have to filter out the noise, right? Like half of this game is just mindset, right? You, you are your biggest it. competitor. Absolutely. You are your biggest enemy. You have to you get these thoughts all of a sudden, and you have to fight them so badly. Oh yeah, and and when you're trading your own money, you're just like, do I really want to risk all of this for <laughs> just to be right here, just to mm. be right? I mean, sometimes you do it. Yeah, because I bought at twenty, yeah. then bought again at eighteen. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm doubling like, down. God I'm damn like, it. <laughs> I'm taking this to the house. I'm going to be smart. I'm going to sell it at 30. I'm going to look like a freaking G. <laughs> then that happened. Lost like a G. <laughs> <laughs> so, a G, but the wrong direction. Yeah, just the wrong kind of G. So uh, that's that. So we just added GoPro to the list, even though it was not in there. Yeah. Leave that piece of shit alone. <laughs> maybe maybe now is the right time to buy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. It's like a throw Fitbit so. in there too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Another stock that you another know. stock that I don't even know why it IPO'd. Honestly, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's their exit strategy. Yeah. They made an exit strategy out of us. Yeah, they got so much competition, it's man. A cool products, but it's cool. It's but not enough. For... How many times can you reiterate it? Okay, so GoPro put out a 4K uh, yeah. GoPro now in the Hero Fives. They can't go 8K because our own computers and TVs don't even can't even operate at that level yet. You know, to the human eye, from what I read, we can't even pick up the differences anymore. The screen has to be enormous. Yeah, to pick up a difference between 8K and 4K. It's gonna crack. It's gonna. I know my MacBook won't handle it. <laughs> my oh, my 2012 MacBook's not gonna be able to handle that. Uh, it's just gonna crash my whole thing. So these are the companies I would stay with. You want you want to yeah. trade them? They're pretty volatile. You can trade them for the game. You know, like I said, this yeah. is only for the game. We're only talking for the game. There's a lot of these trades I just would not make in real life. Um, some I've made in real life, which are unfortunate. But uh, yeah, that's that. I, there was another name. Now I just want to do some other notables because we went through some you know industries. What do you think of Disney? Do you do you like Disney? Do you think that this whole video on demand, you know, streaming is going to be a big winner for them? Because they, they're doing a lot of transitioning here, or at least a little bit of a pivoting. Yeah. Star Wars killed it. I haven't oh, got a chance absolutely. to see it. I don't want anyone ruining it for me. <laughs> but I heard it was good. I, it was good. It was, oh, you saw it? Uh, I didn't see it. I heard a lot of chatter about it saying okay. that, you know, it was like the outcome was always good. You know what I mean? Like I feel it's like just the, like a lot of that. Uh, I feel like there's such a hard following of Star Wars that even if it were to suck, no one would admit still, it. Yeah. It's like that was amazing. <laughs> it was freaking amazing. So um so they pulled their content from Netflix. Yeah, Star they? they're about to. They're they, about they, to. They, they told us that they're intending to uh, starting twenty nineteen that going D- to. Disney's no longer Disney content will no longer be seen on Netflix. So. I don't think that's the right move. I, I yeah, I don't think so. Um, in terms of the stock, uh, they just bought a large chunk of of Fox, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. Yeah, uh, they bought pretty much all their assets aside from like the news. Yeah, as- aspect, minus yeah. the news aspect, so that still stays. But but the, a majority of the assets they bought. Yeah. I just I, I wouldn't touch it. I yeah. don't feel convinced one way or the other. I'm not convinced hard enough on the short, but I'm not c- yeah. convinced hard enough on the upside. CEO staying, the- CEO staying longer again. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he says he's going to leave, he says, no, no, I'm staying longer. <laughs> he just did it again. <laughs> I should have taken bets on that thing, man. It's so funny. But I respect the guy, man. He he, he loves that company. He's, he's done so much for it. Yeah. Um, they, Their content is amazing. Oh, absolutely. I, I read somewhere that it's going to take them a few million subscribers just to break even on all this. Okay. Yeah, then I don't Listen, think they're gonna get it. They they might get. It's gonna take a lot for them to draw a, a, a positive return on this thing. It's gonna take a lot of marketing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take. It's just gonna take a lot. And I'm not sure if I'm their demographic. Maybe I am. I'm not sure. See, I'm not the, gonna be subscribing for eight dollars a month, ten dollars a month, whatever it is. I'm just not gonna do it. But here's the thing: like, if you want content, you want it all in one spot. I think they're better off. In yeah, am the, I going to have a Netflix now, a Hulu? Am I going to have all I mean, these that's three? That's what's happening across the board. Like everyone wants to have their own pathway to monetization. When and like all these content creators are tr- 
trying to make it more profitable for themselves. Yeah. I mean, if anyone can make it profitable for themselves. What if there was like Disney. a company that like was able to uh, have like at the top where if you subscribe to this XYZ company, you get subscriptions at a discount to Netflix, to everything, to everything else. Just so it's all under one hub. That would be interesting. That actually be pretty I, cool. And now it's on pub. Now it's public. <laughs> and now my idea is gone. <laughs> <laughs> cut this. Cut this. <laughs> ben Gay's going to take that idea. Yeah. Ben Gay will run with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Broke boys. <laughs> That's all I keep saying. But cause um, it just, it gets a little annoying. Having, like I tried Hulu, did not like yeah. it. Unsubscribed. I thought they have really good TV shows. Not, not enough to keep me though. Yeah, I, here's the thing. Like, I think Netflix has that widest array of content, and it's the place that I their go originals to. are spectacular. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. My God, dude, it's good. And that's the thing. Like, it, they spend a lot on content, man. They spend Apple billions. Spending huge on content. Can, now. can Disney compete? Can Disney compete with Disney? Oh come with- on! They they have the original content. Yeah, they, I, they have licenses to all like the original movies. Like, do you think that might be a competitive edge then? Absolutely. Absolutely. They reissue a Lion King. You bet I'm signing up. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's a good point you make. So Disney is something that is, I know you might not be a big fan. It's going to stay on my watch list. I think it's still floating around 100 a share, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been there for a while, actually. I think it keeps floating around there. Let's pull it up real quick. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, it was a laggard in 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 the Dow for a while. And internet is down. Nope. The 108. 108. Okay. Okay. And what's that year to date? Uh, we are up 3.74%. Yeah, you see, it, it's lagging. So, it's, yeah. It is that lagging yep. if you compare the SP 500 to the Dow itself. Uh, but hey, may, maybe it's shining 2018. Maybe not a, a good 2017, but maybe may a shiner in 2018. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think financial services moving on to other notable mentions. I think financial services we can own. I mean, they're going to get the tax benefit. They're going to get the tax benefit. I think Goldman Sachs did the estimate of like, for large banks, so your JP Morgans, your Wells Fargo, your Bank of Americas, we could see a 13% increase. In- I shouldn't have left. <laughs> God damn it. Should have waited out a little longer. You co- collected a nice little bonus for And then I should have did, man. God dang, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> no, I think that in- credits, you know, uh, interest rates are rising. Uh, I'm curious to see how Gold, if anyone follows Goldman step, uh, Steps on the crypto desk. On the crypto desk? That was Wonder what those fees yeah. are going to be, number one. I, I'd love Huge. to get some info on that. I cannot wait to see that story develop yeah. because that sounds like it could be something big for so, them. So not to – everyone's talking about crypto. Let's talk about it for a quick second. Quick second. Um, these guys are – are they going to start shifting away from the traditional uh, – like? Platforms are they still going to stick on CBOE and the CME, or mm. are they going to start diving into like Bitfinex and Coinbase and GDAX Yeah, what happens with platforms? that? What happens with that exactly? There's way more liquidity on those other exchanges than your traditional exchanges. I, I we were talking about this earlier, and yeah. and for those who don't know, liquidity is just the ability to liquidate your your holdings. Yeah, right. I was looking at like the top of the order book. Um, for on CME, I, I think I was looking at it correctly. For those I know, don't just let, let them know what CME is. Yes, uh, Chicago Mercantile Exchange. It's the exchange where a lot of uh, futures contracts are traded, um, from like agriculture futures to treasury futures, uh, mm-hmm. all of the above. Uh, don't, don't put them to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, so. Order book is basically, you know, what's on the market, who has a bid out, who has an ask out. Uh, and, like, there's only three or four, whereas when you go and look at, like, I'll pull up, like, Bitfinex on my phone, and that has, like, 
30 bitcoins that I can pretty yeah. easily liquidate, right? Yeah. And, so, no, it's going to be very interesting to see how they go ahead and uh, and do all this and what what form of transactions they go through and what the I'm really curious about those fees. I really want to see it's you know it's got to be more than than their other uh, areas. You absolutely. know it has to. But like do they even have an edge over someone else just going on? Does JP Morgan step into this space like does you know what happens here? Does does Robinhood get in this? Right? <laughs> imagine. Free, imagine free crypto trading. Oh my god! I mean, but they'd be crazy to do that right now. They they yeah. shouldn't jump into that too early. Uh, they, they're doing um, free options. Options. Thing, oh right? my god, that's unbelievable. They're that's really insane. Yeah. I just hope they're sustainable. But I'm not that we can. I can talk about that for about a half hour. Yeah. Um, but speaking of this technology, I think a lot of our uh, people in our game are definitely riding Riot blockchains, Longfin. Maybe if they were smart enough or they had some intuition about Long Island iced tea. <laughs> no Maybe one saw if that anybody coming. saw that coming, please DM us right now. Send us an email. I would love to know how the How'd hell. How'd you find out? Yeah. You know, where you're just drinking a beverage. Like, this This is going to be blockchain one day. Yeah, this is, yeah, just sipping on some iced tea. Why don't tea. we just make a cube coin? Cube, cube let's, have, let's have our own ICO. Honestly, right? <laughs> hey, maybe we'll some people will buy in, right? Um, but no, no, I, I think there are some names that could uh, be something in this space, but I think it's crowded by a lot of garbage. And I'll speak to it a little bit. For instance, in my portfolio in the game, I am short Riot and I am short Longfin. I have been at the highs. I was nice. fortunate enough to time Longfin right. I shorted at 129.96. Which you you wish you could do in real life. Uh, well, I looked into it. and <laughs> We uh, did talk about yeah, it earlier. Yeah, so... Yeah. Not, not enough shares to short. So uh, I wish I was fortunate enough, but at least I made off pretty well in the game so far. And I'm still short. I'll tell you right now, I'm still short. I have not covered. I think 2018 will be a year where you'll see some divergence in these names. This is just my opinion. Everything here is just our opinion. Yeah. You know, obviously consult a, some financial advisors or somebody that, uh, you know, legally can give you financial advice. Right now, they, we're just expressing our opinions. Yep. And... Just a little disclaimer, but I am still lo- I'm still short Elfin Riot uh, Net Element. I think we will see divergence in these names where the real players will shine, absolutely, and and, and, no, and, the, and the suckers will will fall to the wayside. I just think it's going to take time. Right now, they're all floating with Bitcoin. I think that is going to change. I think the correlation will will change going into 2018. Not probably Q1, but maybe toward the second so half who, of 18. So who are the winners? Who do you see shining? Right, there's I mean, one I winner. DPW could be something. Could be. Could be. It could be something. I. There's another name we have in our list that we own a lot of in our actual portfolios, which we're not going to tell you guys. Not yet, at least. Because if we give you this name, it's pretty much our competitive edge here. And yep. uh, I think this name could be something that makes us finish one, two, three. And maybe Brian four. Yeah. Uh, Brian just hasn't started the game yet. He's been all over the place with meetings and now vacation and stuff like that. So I'm sure when he comes back in, he'll be sure to open up some positions in, in a couple of these names that we're talking about. Um, and we'll talk about these names in the future. Uh, and we're actually going to publish some reports on them. So I don't want to just come out and say the name yep. and okay. everybody freak out. Like, what is this? What is this? We will put out a report on it. I am actually currently writing one of the research reports on it. We will do a lot of reports on these names listed here. A lot of reports on the names that you guys gave us on our Instagram post. So stay tuned. We have some sick content on the way. And uh, if you guys haven't noticed, we've been ramping up hard with now the podcast. We're going to hopefully get out a daily cube letter uh, yeah, in the new year. 2018. Research, everything. We're looking to pretty much 
Cube's just going to take off. Uh, followers are starting to climb. Broke 10,000, already at 10.1,000. Hopefully that continues. Our only humble ask is that if you love our content, share it with your friends. Um, Tell them know. about it. You know, Let them learn a thing or two. And you're only saving them from perhaps losing some money on something that they could have learned from our mistakes that we discussed in our first episode. I mean, or if they l- take your word as law, then maybe they'll lose money after they follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Everything with a grain of salt. Everything with a grain of salt. But uh, yeah, so we just ran through some names here. Um, there's some other ones I like just to throw around real quick for the game. I, I like uh, I like Blackstone here, a private equity group. I like uh, I like a short on Dick Sporting Goods. I think they're uh, going nowhere fast. Um, I actually believe in shorting Shopify here, at, at least not owning it. I know you don't believe in the short on Shopify, yeah. which is kind of weird because we have Shopify stores. Yeah. Um, but I think it is more than priced in now. And uh, I like shorting where it's over triple digits and maybe covering somewhere in like the 80s. But we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see. They're, they're seeing a lot of competition from the Wix. They're seeing a lot of competition from a Squarespace. And, uh, and I like Squarespace platform a little bit. You know, Weebly's in that name. Yeah, yeah. So it, that space is getting a little crowded. Uh, and I think it's priced in well. You got Baozun in there, which is like the Chinese Shopify, which I actually kind of like. It's seen a big run. But I think in the 30s still got here, room to run. still got a little bit of room to run. They're growing Is it pretty the well. 30s now? It's in the 30s, man. It hit 40s and it pulled back. Okay. They had a good earnings call, but it still took a like it still took a dump. It went from like 42 to 28. We were watching it when it hit 20, and then I, I just know, kinda, man. Like, this I'd thing was watching. five last year, and now it's 31. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. You blink, and these companies are up <laughs> freaking 800. percent It's absurd. And this has nothing to do with Bitcoin. It's actually up 800% on something that's not Bitcoin. <laughs> it's e-commerce. It's China e-commerce. It's You've seen Alibaba. It's right? I don't think... Pe- yeah, I don't, results after yeah, results. Yeah, and I don't think people understand how um, young e-commerce is. I still... People are like, yeah, from America's standpoint, we've known about it for, for years now. We're all starting. But look at America's growth in, in e-commerce. Huge. Yeah. Think about in, in China, in India, in Pakistan, in these places that have yet to even scrape the, the surface. surface. Crazy, crazy. So I think there's a lot of room to run ha- uh, And then to on, run there. on the back of that, we also got the shipping companies that are supporting all of these yeah. e-commerce biz- businesses. Yeah, and uh, listen, oil today hit 60, which yep. is as high as since 2015. If oil comes back up a little higher again, you could see these shipping companies have some trouble too with the, yeah. with everything. UPS is already increasing their rates. Freaking FedEx will is increasing that, will rates. That affect the uh, that, obviously that is going to affect the end consumer as well. Yeah, right? I don't uh, want to charge our customers anything like uh, on our companies more shipping, but it's going to suck. We're going to have to bite that cost. Yep. And uh, at least for a little bit until it becomes unsustainable, then prices yeah, got to start climbing. Right? Exactly, and they're already starting. I think they see the writing on the wall. So I think uh, I think. This was actually oh no one more name one more name uh, did we did we talk about Shake Shack? No, we didn't talk about. Shake <laughs> I Shack. hate this company so much. <laughs> they make great they're, burgers. Okay, their burgers are good, but it's nothing crazy. My mom can make. I can make better burgers. Okay, <laughs> give me a challenge grill. Challenge you to it. Challenge accepted. I, I, I just want. I just want to eat some burgers. All right, that's fine. That's fine. You'll get. You'll get. You'll get yourself a burger. I cannot make Sundays as good. Like their shakes are really good. Yeah. I'll give it to them. But is it worth the valuation they're trading at? Oh no, absolutely not. not. I don't like the company at all. I think it's such a crowded space. I mean, dude, we can name. A hundred burger joints right now, man. Yeah, I, I even like still Five Guys, still good. Zen yeah. Burger is good. Smash Burger is good. I mean, come nothing on, to write home about. dude. It just is crazy that happened in New York City. I don't think the lines are nearly as long as they used to be. No, they okay. And uh, you live in Manhattan, so you can attest to that. Yeah, I went to Shake Shack not too long ago. Didn't you have to really wait online? I think it's good burger shop. Definitely a good burger place. It's almost like a Chipotle story. Yeah, yeah. Look at Chipotle stock. Yeah. You know, it's gonna have its run. Then it just. 
crashes. As long as they don't get any E. coli. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. That yeah. hurt them bad. I remember oh, yeah. that, man. Uh, so uh, that's another name I, per, me personally, uh, don't like. So those, I don't even know how many we just went by. At least oh, 25, geez. 30 yeah. names for uh, sure. That was definitely heavy content, but I hope it gave you guys some insight into, I guess, the conversations we do have around uh, certain stocks. Yeah. Why we buy, why we sell. Um, we wanted to cover a large range of industries, right? So we, we covered retail, we covered e-commerce, we covered technology, as well as a couple others that Bez just yeah, uh, a little bit of private right equity here and and you know with Shake Shack and food and all that stuff. So you know because you got McDonald's, which is killing it too. So th- these are just names to keep an eye on. We are gonna go and do some more homework. This is we actually said, yo, we gotta do something for the game. Like we haven't done anything for Q's portfolio. And then we're like, you know what? Turn the mic on. But let's just let's just record us like just going over this together. And we made it a little bit of a schedule just so we stay on on a, on a certain topic for a certain period of time to keep it, you know, with some structure. And I hope you guys I hope you guys enjoyed this because this is how we start brainstorming. Uh, and I think there's a lot to be taken from from this this episode. It's not your traditional episode where we're talking about a certain like lesson or anything like that. This is just you guys seeing how we th- think things through. Yeah, let us know if you if you liked it. Um, let us know if you disagree with anything. Hell, oh, yeah, I, you absolutely. Know, I have friends um, that are going to hate me for my Shopify call. <laughs> they're listening <laughs> to this right now like, yo, they probably texted me already if they're listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, let us know if, if, if you liked the content, uh, if there's any industry that we miss that you want us to cover. I know we, we talk about healthcare a little bit. I'm not as well versed on it, but I've done some research. I have some yeah. holdings in that Healthcare space. is always tough, man. There's a reason hedge funds hire biomedical engineers and ex-pharmaceutical reps to to cover their pharmacy industries, bio, biomedical industries, because they, they dude, you got you gotta like kinda like live it to know yeah. what half these words mean, man. And that's a lot large reason why I don't own like a Gilead straight straight out the box or like yeah. a biogen. I'd rather just buy an ETF that holds all of them because it's really hard to differentiate one over the other. the other, yeah. In a, in a space. It's like you're worth you're worth paying. It's worth paying the uh, the, the management fee for. Yeah, for especially with today how low they are too for an ETF. Just like yeah. diversify that risk. I do. We, we are going to own in, in the the Q portfolio of the S P five hundred. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The Russell, you know, Russell will own. I mean, there's, yeah. There's there's room to run, especially with the upcoming tax cuts. Uh, we could see some huge benefits in earnings, especially in the financial and, and telecom space. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. So. Uh, that's pretty much it, though, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this this podcast. I know it wasn't uh, our traditional one, but I think nonetheless, it was a lot to be gained from it. A few jokes here and there, too. That always is great. <laughs> but anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks again and take care.